Assistant coach at Harvard is Bobby J. Uh, class of Merrimack, 1988, and uh, played on the last Merrimack team to make it to the NCAA tournament. And uh, first of all, Bob, uh, let, let's uh, I guess you know take a little bit of trip back uh, down Mary Lane. Uh, the team that uh, defeated uh, you went 34 and six, defeated Northeastern in the first round, and uh, went on to play Lake Superior in the next round of the NCAA tournament. What do you remember most from that season? I, I just think probably the camaraderie we all had together. There's no doubt we were a team. I mean, we had some superstars at that level. Jimmy VC and Richard Peon at that time was good. Jimmy Rivnack were kind of nationally acclaimed guys. But I think we really had a team. Uh, you know, my my class that was ultimately seniors that year, maybe there was eight of us left. But as freshmen, 11 of us made the varsity. Um, so that was unbelievable, really. And I think going through all the ups and downs and, and uh, you know, having that kind of run, uh, that year was was most memorable. Not any one specific moment. That that playoff run in particular, but the, the, the season that you guys had and that playoff run in particular, I think, led to led led eventually to the the, the program jumping up into hockey East in Division One and, and getting to where it is now. And did, did you guys have a sense at that time that 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 maybe something like that could be down the road? I think we did. You know, it, it built from us from our freshman year on. Like uh, our sophomore year, I think we lost in the ECAC finals in double overtime. Um, but each year we were building. You could tell we were starting to pull away from the Division Two competition. Uh, my junior year we won it, and then I think my senior year, I, I'm pretty sure we didn't lose a game uh, in Division Two. I think uh, so. We could sense the momentum, and I, I think that some of those top guys, again, you know, the names I mentioned and Mark Ziliato, some, you know, these guys were all top end division one players um you know that year i think we maybe went 10 or 12 and 5 or 6 in division one so you know um we'd beat st lawrence um uh, you know clarkson lowell so we, we beat a lot of good teams in division one so we felt talent wise we were there um you know we didn't know about a lot of the administrative level how it was going to go but i knew merrimack's always been proud of their reputation in hockey and been a very strong program so um we, we could see it leaning that way Talking about that series against Northeastern, you lost the first night. Uh, they had to come from behind to win in the in the third period, if I remember right, five to three. And and uh, so you guys were behind uh, by two goals going into the the second night of the total goal series. Uh, that comeback in the second game still, for my mind, my money is is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen to come back with seven straight goals to win the series. Uh, you, you played hockey at at every level. Uh, have you ever seen or experienced anything like it? I, you know what? I never have. And it's funny as I got older and played pro, I started to really get into mental kind of training and you know the psychology of athletes. And, and they talk a lot of about being in a zone and, and they talk about a zone is like you know everything slows down it, it's enjoyable it's no pressure it's slow motion and that, honestly that's what that felt like it was just this crazy momentum that we had and it, it was almost a relaxed feeling on the bench it was exciting but it just it just flowed so easily I, I don't know how to explain it and I remember that vividly honestly this long uh, from it but uh, it, it, it was definitely uh, something I don't think anyone that was there could 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 forget. And you went on to Lake Superior the next week, won on the first night, four to three, and then uh, they came back and won on the second night and won the series. Uh, you guys had to think after that first night that you guys were headed on to the Final Four. You know, I, I really thought we we were. Um, I, you know, I think we were smart enough to know. I don't, I don't think they had lost at home since maybe November. You know, they were the first seed in the West at the time, all that stuff. They they were a powerhouse uh, at that time. Obviously, they ended up winning. But So we respected them, and we knew it was going to be a battle to win twice up there because uh, basically, even though it's total goals, you kind of have to win both games very, you know. Um, so we knew what we were in for the next 
night, but we did feel very confident that, uh, you know, we weren't a fluke. We knew we had had success all year. We had good players. Um, you know, we knew it was going to be a dogfight, but uh, at the end of the day, I think their depth probably wore us down a little, um, you know, and, and obviously they ended up national champs, so they deserved it, but we, we left it all out there, that's for sure. I know it's a number of years later, but obviously there's a lot of excitement this year around the program at Merrimack and how well they're doing, ranked 18th in the country the first time that they ever have been ranked in, in, in one of the national polls. Uh, is it, are you still in touch with any of the, the alums, and, and what's the feeling among them? You know what, I am. I, I don't talk to a, uh, very many of them and, and, um, just because of the way all our lives have gone, and I've been away a lot. So, uh, But I'm still close to, obviously, like Jimmy Vesey, Jimmy Alcott, I see some of the local guys. Um, you know, Darren Barton's up in Maine. I, I talk to Darren on occasion. I see Joey Interno in Toronto. These are for Merrimack fans that right. remember these names. Uh, but uh, um, it, it's exciting for all of us. Uh, you know, we were. It, it was it was tough to see a few years there that the the organization or the you know I guess the program was struggling a bit, and I, f I felt bad for the kids that were there, and I knew the pride there at Merrimack. So, and I know what a great school it is. So, uh, it's been really. Uh, Hopefully not too much success tonight, but I, I've been really happy to see it, and, and I obviously do pull for those guys. And as we mentioned, assistant coach with Harvard, back for your second turn here now with Harvard. Uh, what brought you back? You know what? I think the kids more than anything here. I think just uh, the environment we're in. I mean, obviously, I love hockey and I love coaching at this level, but uh, I think the kids that I have the opportunity to recruit and work with uh, are, you know, very, very impressive kids on and off the ice. So to me, that's exciting. I, I love teaching hockey at this level, or working with these guys, but I love the people I'm dealing with too. And tell us about some of the responsibilities you have here. Do you spend time on the road recruiting? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do uh, spend a lot of time on the road. Patrick Foley, an assistant with me who played at UNH, was two-time captain at UNH, is the other assistant here. We both recruit uh, and travel quite a bit. Um, also in charge of, uh, you know, helping the liaison with admission. So when we do actually identify a kid we want to move forward with, I try and help, you know, just facilitate his process through admissions. Um, Wish I had more say in who gets in and not, but uh, no. But uh, at least you know, as far as the a lot of the administrative stuff on that, and I, you know, on ice, as far as I run the D and work with the defensemen, and then uh, you know, I'm in charge in general with obviously Teddy's over overall involvement, in the penalty killing as well. Uh, it's got to be, I think, uh, the the experience for a student athlete at Harvard has got to be different from almost any other school. Uh, give us an idea of what it's like. You know, it is different. Uh, I th I think they are asked at times to do, you know, perhaps more or or at least uh, challenge more in some aspects outside the rink. Um, but you know, also the kids that get in here and are accepted here, regardless of their hockey skill, you know, they're accepted because they can handle the load. So we don't complain about it. I mean, it's 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 what Harvard is, and that's why it is Harvard. They do require whether you're the best player in the league or you know you're kind of a guy working your way into the lineup, you're going to have to do schoolwork and study hard. And, 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 you know, just last week we were up in St. Lawrence and Clarkson or two weeks ago, and I had a freshman defenseman I had to proctor a test for on a game day at, you know, 9 in the morning. So, um, you know, those are the responsibilities. All schools deal with it, and kids deal with it at every college, and it, I think it's good for them, you know. It's, a, it's, it's good for them to have to be able to compartmentalize all that stuff, and, and we're here to get an education as well as hockey, that's for sure. And obviously, as you mentioned, with regard to recruiting, uh, getting into school is, is a large part of the battle. But what are some of the other things? I mean, 
when you go into a to a living room, you talk to a kid at Harvard, obviously carries a, a lot of weight. But what are some of the other factors? Yeah, you know, I I think it's it's super exciting um, for a lot of parents. You know, the parents I think appreciate it more than kids. It's hard at 18 years old in general to see what a place like this is going to do for the rest of your life. I mean, all of us, myself included, at that age is you know pretty short-sighted and I want to play hockey I want to play in the NHL and this is all I care about and and that's great we want guys that want to go on and play out of college but uh, but I think it's exciting for me to go out and sell Harvard or recruit and say hey you know we're living in Boston I mean this is an unbelievable tradition in hockey over 100 years of Harvard hockey I mean some of all the successes and the players that have gone through here Um, so those things are all exciting on the hockey front but I think just the overall experience to be in Cambridge and Boston and, you know, to experience the kids you're going to go to school with outside your teammates, who you're going to meet here and kind of develop bonds and relationships with are going to go on in the world and do just unbelievable things. Um, so that, that stuff's exciting, and that's the stuff I try to really, you know, impress upon 18-year-olds to say, hey, look outside these four years. I'm going to do everything I can to make you the best hockey player you can be. I want you to play in the National Hockey League if that's your goal, and I'm going to push you for that. But you know what? There's other things here that are going to influence in a positive way your life forever. Well, thanks, Bob. It's great to see you, Merrimack alumna, all, uh, fellow Merrimack alum. It's great to see uh, uh, alums have as, as much success as you, as you have had. So we wish you the best of luck tonight and the rest of the way. I appreciate that a lot, Mike. Thank you.